Raph Almighty, Dirk Platoon. Yes, sir. Seasoning. Shout out to the Mid-Atlantic region. Man, shout out to you for having that old base season up in the crib like that, bro. I appreciate that. This is like, I, I'm a fiend for this shit, son. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is... I'll put this on ice cream, my nigga, anything, shit. Oh, man, you sound like a true Baltimorean with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? We put that on fries, chicken, crab, shrimp, all of that, boy. Water, water, everything. So I, Every day. I lived in Philly for a long time, and so we rock with Obey heavy there, but I've always rocked with, I mean, all, listen, this is like the motherfucking, this is like salt, my nigga. This is yes, sir. Salt. Hey, look, down here, that's like our, that's our salt and pepper. Right. You know what I mean? We say, we say, they say, what you want on there? We say, give us some Obey season and some hot sauce. You know what I mean? And it's a good meal, bro. It's great. Fries. I mean, everything, son. Like, everything. 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 Something like hip-hop, bro. Exactly. So, thank you for joining us, man. I'm really excited about this, and I appreciate you also being flexible. As far as the timing and shit like that, I mean, it's just been a lot going on. So I appreciate you for being flexible with me. Oh, man, it's my pleasure, bro. And thank you for having me, man. And, and before we get this interview started, man, I want to shout out and give a big rest in peace to Lakeisha Fernandez and Big V. Yo, we love y'all. Salute and, and rest in peace. I want to give a big rest in peace to my man, Blackistan. Oh, sure. Rest in peace, my brother. Rest in peace to Blackistan. Yeah, that was a good dude in his heart. That was a Connecticut brother of mine. So, um, so yeah, man, you know, just got to gotta be careful. Got to gotta be grateful these days, man. You know what I'm saying? Big up everybody in the chat. Well, everybody, what up? What up, y'all? I see y'all. So, so, this is episode 84, Rap Almighty, Baltimore, Dirk Platoon. Yes, sir. Long overdue. And so, before we get started, um, if you guys got any questions for Rap, please use the questions feature below. I can pull them up. And then, um, and just like on the page, if you get on any fuck shit in the comments, I will send your ass home. Cause... <laughs> Yo, we hope they don't do that, man. You know what I'm saying? I got love on, on these states. So, you know what I'm saying? I think everybody came to play fair. I feel you. Um, so, yo, I love these builds because, like, so I genuinely don't know a lot about you. I, I, I got hit for, like, maybe 20, 20 2016-ish. I got hit. I was, like, and I, I was, like, it was the type of shit where I was I heard you heard the music and I'm like, oh these niggas tough. And now we hear shit every once in a while, like, oh, these cats are like and um but I didn't like there's so many people doing this, I'm gonna keep it a hundred, man. Like I don't know the catalog inside and out, but I'm a fan and so I it, this this for me was like, yo, I get to do the knowledge on some stuff and and, and even until this even before this interview, I wanted to say, yo, everything I've heard from y'all is on point. Thank you, my brother. Thank everything you. Everything I've heard is on point. I'm like, all right, I fuck with that. E everything. And then I heard so far, like, like you know what I'm saying? I haven't been like, yo, what the fuck are these niggas? Like, everything's been, been solid, yo. So I wanted to say that then. The one thing about the, the Mighty Mighty Dirt Return, shout out my partner, Snook the Crook, my brother, I love you. Um, Yo, we pride ourselves on making music that we grew up on, off of. So, you know, we like that hardcore, gritty, you know what I'm saying, underground shit. So, I mean, that's what we know. We know if we love it, we know the fans gonna love it. Right, right. So let's um I, I love going back to the beginning of shit. We're gonna get into a lot of Baltimore shit because I got some I got my own Baltimore stories and I I wanna get into some shit. But um you guys originally had more members, right? Originally yeah, yeah. Uh, when we when we start off, first of all, another shout out, another rest in peace to my big brother Raggedy. But yeah, the Dirt Platoon used to be five members. So it was Raggedy, Raph Almighty, Snook the Crook, my man Spill, 
and we had a member named Tiz. So how did how did that all get popping, man? I mean, cause when I when I get cats, like I'm a big I'm really into like where people are from, like the origins of stuff, cause that stuff is important to me. So absolutely, like, absolutely. So, like, What's the beginnings of, of Dirt Platoon? Take us, take, take us, take us. Down. Oh man, oh man, that's easy. You know what I'm saying? Me, my brother, Big Rag, and Snuck the Crook. We were sitting around one day, I say like 1994, and um, we was trying to come up with a dope ass name, and um, we just found that we stumbled upon. It was either Dirt Platoon or Down and Dirty. Um, so either way, we was gonna be dirty. But um, yo, we just felt like Dirt Platoon sounded good and it rang off good because once you hear Dirt Platoon, you just assume that it's a mob of niggas. But it's just oh, us three. And it's an ill ass, that's an ill ass name too. Absolutely. I, my yeah. ears immediately when I heard, I'm like, Dirt, okay. And I and I had a I had an idea of kind of what to expect too already, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? See, but we all we named ourselves Dirt Platoon, but when people the first thing that comes to their mind is like army boots, tanks, fatigues, shit like that. We like that type shit too, but it, we never we never use that as our spinoff. You know what I'm saying? Um, dirt Return, dirt return we come from B-more. We come from an untapped source. So, you know, we come from the dirt, and it's a platoon of niggas. You know what I'm saying? You just see me and Snook in the front. Right. So, were you, um like, the early, as far as the early shit, because, you know, I mean, if you started, if you, if you picked the name in 94, that means you kind of came up in a time where, you know, like, we was all rapping back then at some point. Like, everybody, you know, for the most part, rapping, b-boying, dancing, right? It was something. We were all doing something. So, like, what was it that stuck out for you? It was like, yo, I want to I wanna do this. You know, I heard you say that you, you were writing when you were younger and stuff. But what, what stuck out as far as that element goes that made you say, I want to rock with this? Well, yo, we come from the projects. So, um, in the projects of Baltimore, at any time in any different house, you heard different types of music. So once I heard hip-hop in the 80s, um, I knew I was going to dance my way into this motherfucker. I couldn't draw, you know what I'm saying? So I knew I couldn't do no graffiti. Moms couldn't afford to get me no equipment. So it was either writing or dance, or, or, or dancing or writing. You know what I mean? I had three ways to get in this motherfucker. So um, my big brother Rag, yo, like I say, salute to him. He seen the gift in me and Crook, and he just taught us how to, how to rhyme. He taught us everything. He, he wrote our first raps when we was like nine and eight. And by the time I was like 12 years old, I was pinning them myself. Um, I, start, I started off just like everybody, humble beginnings, rapping in the cafeteria, beating on the tables, um, winning, winning, winning all of those contests. Then we used to take it. We have a place in BMO called The Harbor. And back in the day on Fridays and Saturday nights, it used to be ciphers. And if you could go take it down to the cipher and start smashing there and get a name for yourself, then you, you know, you was the shit in our city. So what went from there. And then... Um, just doing contests and winning all those shits and then bumping it to my man Fathead and Fathead teaching us the studio critiqueness and how to record and how to make beats and we was off to the races after that, bro. Yo, take Sister. me back take me back to the to the early like Baltimore scene. Cause I, I know what I know of Baltimore as far as like it wasn't I didn't really hear a lot of cats come out of Baltimore back in the day. Right. I, I know more about Baltimore, like club music. I used to come down there for like house parties and stuff like that, because um, that's big down there. You know what I'm saying? But um, what was the local scene like back? Because every you know every city has a scene. What, what was the scene like back going, going up for you? Well, like I told you, like I hopped on the scene early, so I've been going. I've been on the Baltimore scene since Stife was down in the harbor, and everybody from Baltimore they they know what I'm talking about. So um. I've been on the scene real early, so I say the scene was good. Everything was good. It's just like every other city. When we got to moving around, we start to see in every other city it was kind of like the same. Um, comparing it to now, 
you know, everything is a little different. You got all these copycats, everybody sounding alike. But back in the day in Baltimore, you had people, everybody had their own sound. Everybody was um, individual. Um, and it was just raw. I come from a raw city. So majority of the rappers that come out of Baltimore, they was raw. You come from a real ass spot, yo. And, I, and, and like every time I've gone to Baltimore, it's it's been interesting for me. Like the first time I went down, it was eighth eighth grade trip in a, in a harbor. And okay. I, I told this to, to Jamil honestly. Like so we walking around down there, eighth grade trip from, from Connecticut, DC. So we stopped in a harbor. A man had on a black satin next jacket, black starter jacket, black hat to match. We walking around in the harbor. We see some niggas. We thirteen. Yeah. Some, some older niggas. Niggas like, you know, I just, we still think we, we be kind of tough or whatever. Like, what up? You know what I'm saying? Niggas like, what up? We walk somewhere else. In, in Ohio, we see some other niggas. Niggas like, what up? This happened the third time. What up? Fourth time, all them niggas was together. Yeah. All them, and was like, what up? Run, 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 run the hat, run the jacket. Run the jacket. I was, I was about to tell you, bro, like back in the day, a starter jacket in my city. A pair of Jordans? Black satin Knicks. Oh, man, a pair of Jordans or a pair of Matumbos or, you know what I mean? Like something that the brothers ain't got. And it's like 15 of them. Look, it's like 15 of them and only one can fit it. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. Run it. Run it. So, you know, again, you know, you, you got you got wins and you got losses. So we, we took that out. We were some youngins, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, like off, off with the hat and, and that was it. And I've been there a few other times, too, and, you know, it's, it's a live city, man. It's a lot of energy there. I respect Baltimore. I love it, man, because the energy there is like, you know, it's an East Coast city, but y'all y'all got your own shit, man. And that's the one thing I really appreciate about it. Like, Baltimore is Baltimore. Like, you know, yeah, you got you to gotta be you gotta be from here to love it. And um, we love it because this is our home. This is where we cook up. This is the kitchen. So we, we, we hear and it gives us a lot of things and experiences that we go through here. It gives us a lot to write about. It gives us a lot of ideas. And um, just being from here, untapped source, that's the good thing. Derpatoon always wanted to stand out amongst the rest. So, I mean, I think we did a good job and we're doing a good job. I definitely, and I do, man, because it's like people can say, like, they'll hear your music and then it distinctly, they may not know, okay, where are these cats from? You might even assume, okay, you're from New York or whatever. But then they hear, like, oh, wait. These cats are a little different, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the one thing I appreciate about when I listen to you cats. I know, like, yo, this is where they from. This is what they're trying. They're trying to tell that story. So I wanted to get that, get into that a little bit more. Um, yo, like, I got a silly question. How accurate is is the wire? I'm sure you probably asked been asked this question before. Yeah, a thousand times. That's cool. That's cool though. You know, that's my birthplace. That's actually where it was shot as in McCullough Holmes. That's where we was born at. That's where we was born and raised. Um so um to be honest, it was it was like fifty fifty, like any other any other biopic or whatever you want to call that. You know what I'm saying? They had to some shit was real and some shit was fictitious. You know, they had to throw some other little shit in there to make it interest interesting, you know what I mean? Pardon me. But um yeah, it was like fifty percent accurate, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you've been here. You said you've been here a couple times, so you know we live in one of those open air drug markets. Our whole city is damn near like an open air drug market. Um, and I don't know what else to say. It's just like any other urban jungle. You know what I'm saying? You gotta stay alert to stay alive. Keep your head on the swivel. Um, speak when spoken to, and keep it moving. Yeah, no, I, I, it seemed. I mean, it seemed to me. 
like as far as a lot of the street aspect, yeah, definitely. I mean, some shit that I can relate to it. And, and as far as um, the local shit, I appreciated the. I appreciated the. As far as one thing I appreciate about that show is just like the local aspect that it shows of like just, you know, like the the Polak Johnny's just the shit y'all eat. The sh you know, because it's different. It's not you know what I'm saying like like this the steez is different. Yo, were you ever into the um like the the whole bike scene out there? I mean, um, yo, I don't, I don't ride motorcycles, you know what I'm saying? Or I, I mean, when I was little, you know, when every every little little hopper, you know what I'm saying? You want to jump on a dirt bike, but the the uh, dirt bike scene was always big in our city from the early '80s all the way to now. Um, so that's just something we used to on Sundays, definitely in the summer. You just see all the it's it's a whole bunch of squads. The twelve o'clock boys from Park Heights. We got East Baltimore boys over East Side. The South Baltimore boys, North Baltimore, Northeast. They all get together and just mob through the streets. Go to Drill Hill Park, ride through Drill Hill Park, do their stunts. Yeah, it's been live like that since the eighties. That's, that's something we that's something we normal to. We're accustomed to. That's nothing nothing new. No, no, and and I. It definitely seems like it's a just you know just a part of how you grow up. I've seen some like documentary documentaries on it, and where I grew up too, we we had to, got the same thing going on. But it's not I mean, it's a, obviously on a lot larger scale in 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 Baltimore, which is I mean again it's another aspect of the city that makes it like unique. You know what I mean? The yeah. is, is is dope. Like, yo, how did you um or did you how did you not get swallowed up in the streets out there, man? Cause it is, it's real as fuck out there. Like, I mean, I mean, to be honest, to be honest, we did. You know what I'm saying? We did, but I was always wise. Hip hop saved my life. You know, and I know a lot of people say that, but I'm a true living testament. Me and my brother is a true living testament. Hip hop saved our life, bro. So I knew every time that I did get in trouble or any time that we did sit down or had to sit down for a certain amount of time, I knew that when I got out or I knew that I had something to look forward to where a lot of brothers don't. So... The streets is easy to be swallowed up because um, there's a lot of shit out there. There's a lot of shit to get into. You know, when you're a have-not, you're trying to get, and that's by any means necessary. And we live in a jungle, so some brothers is prey and some brothers is predators. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just never wanted to be prey. Yeah. Now, how did your family feel about you as far as the rap shit goes? Like, Well, you know, Dirt Return... Yeah, Derp, very supportive. Dirt Return is a family business. Um, we come from a family of have-nots. So um, I can say that we pretty much successful. We we kind of like the, the most successful business running in our family right now. So our family approve everything that we're doing. It's solid. That's dope, yo, because that support that support means, a, in my opinion, that support means a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't Absolutely. have to have it, but, but when you do have it, it's special because it's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? They may not even understand exactly what it is you do, but it's like, you know, they they out there getting it and making us proud. So I'm not salute for that. You know? I want to thank my mama because a lot of my funky rhymes back in the day come from me getting punished. You know what I'm saying? Me doing fucking up in school, me fucking up outside, and mom douche is punishing me, banishing me to the room, and all she left me was my fucking tape deck and my pens and my pencils and my pad. So being punished for two weeks sitting in a room, listening to Method Man or something and just catching a vibe. So thanks to Mom Dukes for the punishments and me fucking up. You know what I mean? That yeah. saved my life. Yo, and that's, that's crazy, man. Like, I, you know, look at that. So if you look back, that indirectly, because you mentioned, like, you couldn't, it was funny, I couldn't, my mom couldn't afford no tables for me either. So either dance, that's, you got, all you got is your feet and your sneakers, right? That's or, it. Or write, pen and paper, you can get that anywhere. So, like, it's interesting that you that you say that, like, as far as 
you there, you got you locked up in the room, punished, and indirectly that shit sparked everything. Everything, everything. And then you gotta think like um we come from a place where nobody came out of. So what did we had to look look up to? You know what I'm saying? So we was trying to create the best and the most the most exciting group that you ever seen. You know what I'm saying? So when they say Baltimore, damn, who come from Baltimore? They can say, oh shit, the dirt on them niggas is hell. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the creation, that's what I was trying to create ever since I was like 15, bro. Yo, that's, that's dope. Yo, what, what's the, um, back to the Baltimore shit, I did have one question. So what's the differences between um, um, the west side of Baltimore and the east side of Baltimore? The bridge, you know what I'm saying? Like right now I was out on the east side of Baltimore. So we got a bridge. And it, it, it separates us. So you'll know when you're on the west side. I, I want to say the west side is the biggest side. I'm, I'm from the west side. I want to say the west side is the biggest side because where we come from is a, is a spot called Sandtown. And Sandtown is from what my recollection and what I was told is where all the black people live. When you came to B-more and we all came to B-more, all your blacks and all your family lived in Sandtown, which was in West Baltimore. So we got West Baltimore. Let me give you the breakdown first of all. We got West Baltimore. East Baltimore, South Baltimore, Southeast, Northeast, and everything else is counties. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. So the only city, the only city parts is the part that I showed. I told you. So um, some would say that the West Side brothers act different than the East Side niggas. You know what I'm saying? Um, back in the day, all the clubs was in South Baltimore. So imagine how South Baltimore had to rep when all the East Side and the West Side niggas coming down they spot trying to mob and take they chicks and fuck up they do you know what I mean? So um, each side of my city represents something different. You understand where I'm coming from? So you can kind of tell you can kind of tell an East Side nigga from a West Side nigga just the way the way he moves. And majority our city so small you can really ride around our whole city in 20 minutes, right? But it's some brothers from the West Side that never ever been to the East Side. Likewise, brothers on the east side that know nothing about the downtown but the harbor. South Baltimore niggas that never been to northeast Baltimore. You understand? They just stay in their little section, and that's where they safe. Yeah, and, that, and that's interesting, too, that you say that about the, the small cities, because I was talking to, um, I think when I was talking to Ill Conscious, big up Ill Conscious, I was talking to yeah. him about it. I was talking to him about it. It's like, so, also when you ain't, also when you, when you running around at that time, yo, in a smaller city, it's more hot, yo, because you go run into niggas on the regular. They might be like one spot where, where niggas chill at for on a Saturday or something, or a couple spots. It's not like New York where there's like 40 parties on a Saturday night, like Queens, Brooklyn, Matt. Like, yo, you go run into cats. I grew up in a small city, too, like in Hartford and New Haven. Like, like them small shit, you run into cats on the rag. Like, Ain't no hiding. It's, it's, it's no hiding. You understand what I'm saying? So you do something over here where I'm at right now and they think that you're going to run down Sandtown and somebody don't know you. Right. That's, that's not happening. That's not happening. But if you mind your business, like, if you mind your business, I'm going to be real. You know what I'm saying? We come from the hood. And when I came up, everybody wasn't a tough guy. You understand what I'm saying? So brothers knew that I MC. So they wanted me to MC. They didn't want me to really get in trouble. You understand where I'm coming from? So instead of instead of letting me hang out and do certain things that everybody was doing, they like, nah, Rav, kick rum, yo, go to the store, hit go bag, go in the house, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, go chill. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I can say. When I came up, we called them OGs, and we really did have OGs that looked out for us. 
I was just gonna say that, you know, like that's the def you, you were describing right there the definition of a real OG. You know what I'm saying? He he may he may be in the game, but he's gonna if he sees something in you, he's gonna try to steer you away from that shit, not to that shit. Yeah, I come from I come from I come from the projects when before niggas got to shooting, they told everybody get in the house. All the kids, all the mamas, anybody that ain't got nothing to do with this shit, get the fuck in the house because we about to start shooting. You understand what I'm saying? They just ain't bust for no reason, and it wasn't all like that. You know what I'm saying? The hood was good when I was coming up. Right, and it's yeah, this there was rules, man. You know what I'm saying? There, there was rules, and, and and now you know as you you know as you know you can point it out, man. It's it's just a different cats clap over anything now, and because of the social media shit, in my opinion too, like. Cats don't want to get embarrassed and shit. So, like, you say something, then they post it on social media. Now, all of a sudden, you embarrassed. Yo, kids getting killed over the dumbest shit now. Nobody fights. Nobody fights, right? Nobody fights. I think I think it go from words after the words is on from there. You know what I'm okay. saying? So, um, I just advise, like, I got kids. You know what I'm saying? I got all girls. So, I tell them, you know, before you lip wrestle with any of these little chicks, Always think about it, you know what I'm saying? Or the best thing is to leave that conversation, you know what I'm saying? Because it ain't really worth it. If they if they really run in their mouth and they ain't swinging, then they ain't about it. So that's what that's my advice to the kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, leave them conversations and stay off of social media with shit. This shit is all a facade or use it for your business. Dirt return, I'm on, I'm on social media because I do business. You know what I mean? I'm known in the streets already, so anybody that I want to talk to, I don't have to communicate with them on social media. Right, right, right. Now we, you know, we from a different time, man. I mean, it's it's just, it's a different time, and, and there was there's a code and rules and shit. Even if it's unwritten, it's 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 known. You know what I'm saying? How to how to move like as far as dealing with civilians, just like you said, like it's not you're not just clapping out in broad daylight at no park, like you know what I'm saying, or, or just just wilding out like that. So. That, that's the thing, man. It's it's a different. The streets are different now, man. And these cats, like you said, they don't fight, man. Like you just made, you said, they go straight from words to the hammer. To the, the hammer. That's it. That's it. That's it. So, yo, um, so you were saying as far as the be more scene, like I think you even saw in an interview, like you know, it's 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 a little different now. It's, you know, you said it's more southern, more trapped out a little bit. Uh -huh. At the same time, within the past five years, you, Jamil Honesty, um, big, big up Jamil Honesty, Ill Conscious, J Royale, Guy Graham, Guy Grams, have been holding it down, son. Like we the mutant. Huh? We the mutants, bro. You know, we, we made uh, a few years ago, all of us are friends. All of us are friends. So salute to everybody. Uh, Ill Conscious, Snook the Crook, J. Royale, Guy Grams, Jamil Honesty. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Eva Rhymes. It's a lot of us. You know what I mean? Anybody that I left out, y'all know I already fuck with y'all. But, um, yo, about four years ago, all of the mutants, we got together. Because we all friends. We all do recording. We all, you know, we all collab. We all hang out. So we decided to get together under no name because we, we want to stay anonymous. We already got our own names for ourselves and um just stormed through the through the rap game. And we started by attacking all the shows in B-More City. 
Then we just took it from B-more and just start hopping city to city, just destroying. And in the meantime, in between time, putting out good music so we can feed the fans around the world. Yo, y'all niggas been killing it. So I, I did a video on it. Like, it was 2018, 2019. And I was like, yo, D, I mean, and I, it was a DMV video because I was, you know, at the same time as saluting um, uh, Born Unique, you know what I'm saying, okay. Grime Lord, Pete Twist. D, okay. You know what I'm saying? The um, Dirty Church out in, in, in D.C. Like, so it was a DMV video. I was just like, yo, this whole area is fucking rocking right now, man. And y'all have not stepped, laid off the gas, man, for real, fam. Like, like, like between, like, I'm just happy because I, 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 I'm, I'm happy when I see other places get the shine they deserve. Other places other than New York get the shine they deserve, man. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like like with talent. And it's like you guys are really holding it down. And I definitely wanted to, you know what I'm saying, give you your props. You guys give props. You, bro. we, we appreciate you. And um look this is the whole thing. We decided this because we had to come up with a plan because it was like, all right, if we we could do it, we could do it apart. You know what I'm saying? The world know what's going on. They seeing we got this internet. So everybody see what's going on. But we better together. You know what I mean? So once we banded together, it was over. That's smart thinking, though. To see, if you don't understand it, like, like, like there's power in, in numbers. And when you got a solid unit, yo, when your whole unit, when you got, like, a team of niggas that's, like, fucking solid, yo, like, all the way down the line, you look down the bench, right? And you just see, like, all right, bring him in. All right, bring him in. Like, that's... All A1. All A1. Yo, and listen, God grabs... <laughs> Come with it, Jamil. Come with it, like El and all different styles too. By the way, all different. All it's not like I. I can pick you. I can't pick you guys up. Like, oh, he's just a Baltimore nigga. Or this is Dirk Platoon. J Royale got his shit. Like fucking like ill conscious on his crazy shit. Like fucking yo, it, it's it's phenomenal to see, man. Like so, you pay you you paying attention. We 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 fill all the hip hop markets. And one click. Yo, it's crazy. You got the conscious shit covered. The street, Absolutely. The street conscious shit. You got the Absolutely. grimy shit. The, the, the story. You got yeah. the fucking the 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 the, 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 the braggadocio shit is in there. It's it's all in there. The bars, the the, the the gritty beats. Like you know what I'm saying? You got Jamil Honesty's project. The fucking um that Rufus Buck shit was ridiculous. Yeah, that's I, that was dope. I even liked the, the the idea and the concept around that. That was dope. Like, I mean, like the Gramzilla shit. I yeah. Mean, like, it's, you know, like your work. We're gonna get into this in a minute with with Big Bob. Like, so I, yeah, salute, man. Like the, the recent shit, ill conscious just dropped with um, Mute One. Shout out the Mute One. So. Yeah, so so it's it's dope to see, man. It's really dope. And so I'm gonna put this out here, yo, because I, I told, I put it out there to um J Roy, uh, no, to to Jamil like two years ago. This is before the right before the pandemic. I'm gonna okay. put it out there to, to you too. So I wanted to come down there and um and do like just a be more cipher, like just come down there for like a Saturday and just all Lock. the. Uh, Lock in and get everybody together and get and get a dope one going on. And we just get it in somewhere. I mean, obviously, hopefully, you got a spot somewhere or whatever. We just, just, just get it in, yo. Just like a, a, a be more like 
You know what I'm saying? To carry the culture, shit, be more cipher, like just fucking let loose. And so this was short. This was about maybe six months before the pandemic. I had been talking to him about that. So, I mean, this is something I want to, I mean, since, since it's on my mind, I want to put it out there to you, you know what I'm saying? Put it in the air. All right, so when you just give me a time and a date, and and actually we can involve some other spitters too that you've not even heard of. Of course, of course. So yeah, we'll set it up. We'll look at the summertime. You know, no no snow on the ground. That's, that's nothing. That's nothing. Right. Yo, we'll, we'll we'll be gladly we'll be gladly welcome to host the carry on the tradition, the motherfucking uh cipher, man. Did it be? This will be the first one. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is just an Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I was Blaze's Blaze, son one night, and I just came up with it. I mean, because I fuck with y'all niggas. And so I was just like, yo, I hit Jamil up, and I was like, what up? And he was like, word. Like, oh, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We down so for that. be the initial shit, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I got the perfect spot, I got the perfect spot. My man got the juice bar. We go to the juice bar. You know what I'm saying? Legendary Cafe. It's in a nice spot right in the hood. Perfect little spot to shoot something. It's big enough to hold everybody, and it's a nice little spot, bro. And then you will like the juices, you'll like the food, just to give you another taste of being more in a different way. Yeah. Let's set that up. Let's we'll set that up. We'll set that up. We'll look at this summer, y'all. I mean, I'm in. I'm not too far. I'm in Pittsburgh, so it's like it's a few hours, yo. So it ain't nothing. So, uh, and, and to be real, I was about to say, because if you hop on a train, I just moved not too far from the train station, like basically up the street. So, Mikasa, Sukasa. Yeah, we'll, we'll build on it, man. But like, I, and I, I don't, I don't, um, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm for real about it. So, I, I'm telling you, because I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't just saying shit. Just to, nah, nah, I'm real about it. Somebody, somebody said, but don't wear no starter jackets. <laughs> nah, so, so, yeah, the funny thing is, I grew up in the city where they make them shits, where they made them shits. <laughs> so, yeah, starter jackets all day, man. Yeah, Word. Shout out. Shout out to y'all. Yo, shout out to y'all. That's, that's Supreme Almighty. What up, King? Big up Supreme Almighty, yeah. So, now I, I won't wear no starter. Uh, no starter. Yeah, man, you, it's not a lie. You up there where they, where they make them, the next winner... I'm hollering at you. I would love to get a bus, a, a, a brand new crispy starter jacket. You crazy. No, I mean, I, I, I'm saying this is when the factory was really around. I mean, they, okay, I got you. Starters in Walmart now, man, that shit is a shell of itself. I mean, man, I, listen. You know what I'm saying? But now, we know from, from my ever, from my ever, we know a real starter jacket from a Walmart starter jacket. Real talk. Well, of course, yo. I mean, I <laughs> like, but I, my eyes they get that old. Cash lost their lives over them shits, man. Word. And eight ball jackets. And eight ball jackets where I come from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, eight, eight, and, and and where I was, if you if you had an AV Ava racks too. Oh man. Oh man, they was yeah, they was doing you dirty. Yeah, Ava racks, Pelly Pelly. All of that. Any eight pound, the four pound lever. Oh yeah, you getting that tuck. Yeah, they, you, you're getting it, yo. Like, I mean, it was it was a different it was a different time, yo. And so, I mean, because the shit was grimy, but I don't know, yo. I still felt I felt safer than I do now. Like, I feel I still felt like there was more like there was more reason. I mean, yeah, like if you went somewhere fresh and you was in the wrong hood, you might get your shit took, but you but you guess you had to be on point. But like, it wasn't like. Yo, now people just fuck with you just to fuck with you, like almost like I don't know. It's, it's weird. Now, Yo, can you believe? Can you believe? I think these little dudes are a little bit more emotional than we was. 
I can see that. I mean, you know, because even even let's take it back to your story. Let's take it back to your story. You said y'all had y'all said what up to like three sets of guys, right? Nowadays, what y'all said what up to that first set of guys, they so emotional and so offended off top, they gonna bust. Back back then, they was they were so off of their emotions that they waited, plotted, let y'all say something to everybody else, and then schemed on how they was gonna get their thing off. Right. And everybody go home, and everybody go home safe. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Ain't nobody got to get killed, yo. Like, you ain't, like, you ain't always got you ain't always got to kill a nigga. Like, it's it's wolves out there, yo. And it was wolves back in the day, and I was a wolf, and I was a wolf, and I was also a sheep at times. I got my shit got. Absolutely, we all do. What, all did. Like, but you, you at the same time, man. It wasn't like it, it wasn't like you didn't always have to die. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't always have to like just if you if if if, if you ice grilling a nigga and y'all about to get into it, whatever. Like you even might get stuck or something. But like you ain't always gotta fucking lose your life. You know? You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, yo, these young these young niggas like I, I've did been a couple times. Where I'm like, damn, I need to chill, yo. You know what I'm saying? These niggas ain't these cats ready to fucking they already tense you know what i'm saying like they they walking they walking around with it more than we was you understand what i'm saying like we had it in the bushes somewhere or you know uh uh, uh we had it on us but it wasn't like they got it on them and um i just think the way the way i move just this personally um i i keep the J the james evan meme uh, going you understand what i'm saying um Seven times out of ten, I might got it on me. I go where I need to go, and I'm back in the crib because I'm a grown man. I mean, I feel like anybody that's kind of hanging outside just for nothing right now, you asking for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to lie to you, and I don't care if you're from Baltimore uh, to to Los Angeles, down to Alabama, up in, up in Rochester. It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Grown men ain't hanging outside. Right. No, no. You're not, man. And Listen, we know what it is, yo. Anything that's going on, at, like late at night, like, like late at night, or just if you, or if it's ten o'clock in the morning, and you and you standing outside, yo, like you ain't up to shit. You either you're not working and you're not sleeping, so you're doing some shit. And if it's late at night, you're not sleeping. So come on, man, like you know. So, but yeah, so it's it's a it's you got to grow up at some point, right? Like. Yeah, y'all, hustling dead. That 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 hand in hand dead. Yeah, I mean, it, you know it's about saying? it's about it's about other things now, and, and you know, we all, you know, we come from an era where a lot of us did something at some point or whatever. But it's like, you know, I, I'm just happy when I see men my age and closer in my in my age range, like that came out on the other side. So salute, man, because you know what I'm saying? Like, salute you too, bro, because we could have been talking, we could have been talking somewhere else. Right. This build, yeah. this build could have been completely different in another building. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, so salute to anybody that's, that's come out on the other side of that shit because it, it, it's real out there. Um, Yo, how'd you link up with uh, Big Bob? Oh man, the, the the World Wide Web, man. Um I was checking Big Bob for a while. He was doing the same with me. He sent me a beat that started off just being a, a a one a one and done, I guess for like a project or something, but he fucked around and sent me three beats. And I'm a monster writer. So once I get in the studio, 
I start, I'm in the kitchen, I'm kitchen, I'm, I'm cooking. And I got in the kitchen and I cooked up. So once I cooked up, I cooked up to all three of them and sent them back. And we had three projects come from that. Wow. Yeah, big, up to, big up to him. He's the one that set this up and salute to him. Um, good brother. Shout out to ESI. Good brother. He's hit, hit us off with the projects. You know what I'm saying? Fucking. Um, yeah, so. You got the whole trilogy in that? You got the whole trilogy in that? Mm. Okay. Mm -mm. So you got you got you got this. You got you got the Almighty. All right. Then you know we start. You know we started off with the five thirty seven. And I got this. And the once upon a time. So you got you got you got two of the trilogies. You just missing this one. I don't have that one. Yeah, yeah. We um, me and Big Ball tried to do something that we know nobody ain't doing a long time. If it was ever done, um, we dropped the trilogy project in the same year, all in the same year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I fuck with y'all, man. I think it's a great sound, yo. It's Thank a, you. Yeah, the Cujo, the Cujo joint, too, work. Um, yeah, Cujo, Cujo was actually produced by my man, uh, Bomb Drop. Bomb Drop, uh, Bomb Drop out of Rhode Island. Shout out to Bomb Drop. Shout out to my man, Miles Grimes. That's my governor. Salute, y'all. Word, word. So, yeah, the, 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 the sound with Big Bob is, is, is dope, yo, like, Keep keep that lick going, man. Like that shit is that shit is, that energy that, that that's that's there between Dirt Platoon and, and I, I can I don't know, yo. It just that shit just seems very natural. That's all I gotta say as far as that. Can I be honest? Y'all only got the trilogy so far. Me and Big Bob been cooking all last year, so you know what I'm saying. This year we we kind of we kind of. We putting up, we putting the pedal to the metal, but we gonna do it kind of like we did it last year, like just bombard y'all. But um, in the meantime, in between time, we got the Lucy, we got the Lucy collection. Um, that's where you know, I don't know. Shout out to the my brothers who smoke cigarettes. Shout out to those who don't smoke cigarettes. But in a pack of cigarettes, in a pack of Newports, you got twenty cigarettes. So me and Big Bob coming up with, with we got an idea and a concept called the Lucy collection, and uh, we gonna throw y'all twenty Lucys within the next couple years. Oh, that's dope, yo. So it, it, we we started it off. We started it off. The first joint from the series, the first cigarette out the series, was called Newport Shorts. Um, we got the next one coming, and and and, and it's gonna be a collection of them. So it's gonna be a collection, and it's gonna be a collection. Back, son. Newport Shorts. I'm just, I I can just go back to like seventeen. Like yo, let me get a short. Like I mean, this yeah, yeah, man. This yeah. all. Hey, hey, look, bro, this is authentic hip-hop in its rawest, purest form. You know what I mean? Like, ain't nothing watered down, no saturated fats. It's all real and natural. Yeah, no no preservatives, no... no, no none of that. No, no GMO. Nah, nah, no, we don't believe in none of that. We don't believe in none of that. Nah, and, and that's the thing. Is, I, that's, that's where I appreciate artists for saying, okay, yo, we're going to put this music out because we like to fuck with it. Whoever's gonna fuck with it is gonna fuck. We believe in it. Whoever's gonna fuck with it is gonna fuck with it. Whoever doesn't, that's okay. That's cool. We're not gonna fucking bend and do do all this shit because everybody else is doing it. We do us, and we believe in us. So, and, and you're gonna fuck with us or you're not. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so, I, that's that's how I see it. Like you doing your man. Like your your shit. Oh, babe. Oh, base seasoning, nigga. Like, well, and, 
I keep it real with you. I keep it real with you. Like I, like I told you, bro, we come, Dirt Platoon come before the internet. So we still know the old-fashioned way of touching down in a nigga city, checking in with the good brothers that, that we know was official in that city, all the MCs that we know was official in that city, and, and, and extending the olive branch, and, and so on and so on. So um, we already know we got our core fans. We make the music for our core fans. If you catch on this year, cool. If you catch on next few years, cool. But we're going to absolutely keep sure that we serve you up something that when you do catch on, you're going to like it. Facts. Facts. Yo, so speaking of core fans, talk a little bit about the Paramore Project. Oh, man. Um, it's really interesting as far as how that, like, give us some background and some detail about that, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Stay right there so I don't forget no names. Salute rap almighty dirt and tune. Yeah, 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 yo. Um, check it out, y'all. Paramore, just in case y'all didn't know. Um, yo, what we did, we actually just uh self-funded uh, a European tour. Me, myself, ill conscious, slip the crook, guy grams, and we went to Paris. And um, we just linked up with all the dope producers over there. Um, we had like we did like two monumental albums with two monumental record labels over there. So shout out to Efficient and shout out to Shimagami, Kyo Itachi. Uh, shout out to DJ Brands, Low Scar, uh, Mills, uh, Fell Sweetenberg, just everybody at Efficient and everybody at Shimagami. So we went there, we touched down, we linked up with them. We also linked up with uh, Jimmy Sasuko, um, DJ Grasshopper, Mika Doe, Streetwise. And DJ Low Cut. And I um, just went over there and just linked up with six producers and made six tracks. Put it to the people. What's the energy like over there, though? Like, I mean, I heard, like, I think it was Ill Conscious was saying that they got, like, a little area in Paris that's, like, it's, like, like modeled after Baltimore or some shit he was sounding like. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's it's crazy, right? Um, Just our travels, when we hit your city, you hit your state, hit your country, we just hit the streets. And, um... We bumped into, uh, what's my man's name, man? Damn, that's crazy. Um, well, one of our Parisian friends, he took us to, to have drinks with his Parisian friends. And it's crazy, they had a they had a song called Baltimore. But it was they was putting us on to that London, like, European drill rap shit before it really blew up. So it was kind of... It was kind of they was they was they was factuated and factuated with the wires so much that they made a little section called Be More over there and made a song dedicated to Baltimore and, and that little European drill shit. And who landed in a city but some real niggas from Baltimore. So, you know, they put us on a pedestal, man. Fetters, uh, drank good, you know, over there, you know, they got hash. If you really get some weed in Paris, you got some good you, you got some good weed. They had the weed. Uh, they had everything for us, bro. They treated us like kings, yeah, bro. I'm jelly just listening to the fucking story. Yeah, but that was DP. Like I said, we had we had two deals over there. So we've been running back and forth to Paris since 2011. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we, we well-known over there. The fans, we got mad fans over there. Um, it's always love. I, I think I could say in Europe. Fucking you know, dope. I know, yo. I know. That's crazy, right? Um, I say in Europe. I keep it real, and I always tell people, like, it's like the 90s over there when it come down to hip-hop. Yeah. 
Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they know, yeah, they know the new school MCs. Yeah, they know what's going on with the mainstream hip hop. But they tend to dig and find like the untapped sources, and yep. they look for, they kind of look for the the things that the in America we ain't looking for. They want, they want to dig back. They still DJing. They still have it. They still b boying over there. Yep. Graffiti yep. is yep. little bit. They writing on trains and everything over there. Yeah, graffiti real big over there. Graffiti real big over there. Um. The, the the producers from Europe is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I never ever turned down when, when like a, a overseas dude, a European dude hit me and tell me to listen to his beats. I listen to him because nine times out of ten they got some bangers. Trust me. Yeah, I know, I know, man, I know. There's this, I know. There's other cats in France, Germany, like all over. Man, Poland. Um. I tell dudes, man, me and, me and Crook did a couple a couple tracks with almost somebody in every continent from Australia, um, Greenland, Africa, uh, definitely Asia. You know, like we, we done damn near got a track or touch touch bases or know somebody or have a fan around the whole world. Yeah, because a lot of those countries are about 20 years behind, you know what I'm saying, based on especially like the European countries, the Eastern European countries because of the Cold War, right? You know, so it's a Berlin. They couldn't get shit in there. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't do shit. Word. And that's it open up. So they're seeing like all the dope shit. So we we on to this bullshit now by now, right? But like they on they 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 They're still on the culture. Yeah, they still in the culture. Yeah. They feeling it. So they this is fresh for them. You know what I'm saying? Like and so they fit they fit that's so dope that you guys are like entrenched over there, man. Like because I always tell people, yo. All you need is like one fan base to really fuck with you heavy. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Or you not one, but like, like it doesn't. You don't have to conquer the world, but like when you got fans that really fuck with you, and the European fans, I was told they're like, yo, they'll come, they'll show up with all your merch, all your buy all your merch. You know what I'm saying? They'll come, ask you to sign all their shit. Like, they they they're mad loyal too. I heard. Man, I take it back. Like I told you, we've been running over there since 2010, 2011. So that's before PayPal, Cash App, all of that. Them fans were so dedicated that, you know, that's when the MoneyGram and um, Western Union, you understand what I'm saying? Like, and, and Crook said it to me one day, like, damn, can you imagine that? People send us thousands of dollars trusting that we're going to send them something overseas and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you, how how did your word, how powerful are your words to make a motherfucker see you thousands of dollars and trust that you're going to send something back? You understand? So that's the power of lyrics and just the power of the internet and people seeing you and, and seeing, if you will, and, and, and loving what they see and wanting to be down. And that's the beautiful thing, man. I love all our fans. Thank y'all. Yeah, that's fucking, that's fucking dope. So, um, yeah, one question I always ask cats, because it's like a weird time to be doing music, man. I mean, like, the, the game's really saturated and shit. Like, um, why do you do it? Why do you do it right now, especially in 2022? Like, what's, what's the driving force for you? Like, like, why? I keep it simple and plain. You got you got two of my projects right there, right? Because right. people, as, as long as people want to hear me, and as long as I can still do this, and God, God give me the gift, I'm going to continue to do it. You know, I do this because I love it. I do this because this is my job. All my kids, their whole life, they don't know daddy for doing nothing but being an MC. Yeah, I had jobs. Yes, I had nine to fives. But the bread and butter come from daddy MCing. So, you know, I do this because I love it. This is my job, bro. 
And um, somebody told me a long time ago, right? You gotta be, you can be an MC, you can be a poet, you can be a singer, you can be a magician, whatever, be in the arts. But when you're doing arts, you gotta be humble and you gotta be responsible with your art. And as long as you're responsible with your art, when you're presenting it to people, especially if they're listening to it, be real, be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, real talk, yo. I got one. I got one question for you before we get out of here. Talk to me. Art, art, yo, are you gonna get your own page, your own IG page? Um, nah, man, because like I said, um, Derpatoon is something that we started. That's our company. That's our business. If you want to get in touch with me, you gotta go through the business. You gotta go through Derpatoon. That's the rock that'll never change. Um. Uh, um, we always, I always was bred and, and and put to be the solo artist out of Dirt Platoon. So we knew starting Dirt Platoon that Raph Almighty was always going to be that front man, the one that's the solo artist all the time. But Dirt Platoon is one conglomerate, one team, one unit, and we move together. But Crook is a weapon at his own, so you'll be getting another Snook the Crook album. And if you haven't heard his first album, The Thieves Code, go check it out. But um, Snook's a weapon all by itself. But if you ever want to get in contact with me, you got to go through the Derpatoon page, and I will respond. All right. All right. All right. Keep it in the honey. So, um, Yo, that's the rock, man. I could never, ever, 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 ever not represent that. No, I, I, no, listen, and I appreciate a man that stands on his own and says, this is what I'm doing, yo. Like, this is what the fuck it, like, that, like, that's, I love that shit. Like, this is what that's it is. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. And it's the problem. And this the thing, this the thing, like I told you, when we when me and, when you, we come to the stage, you just see me and Snook, but Dirt Return is more than us. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So it's we just the rappers. Right, right. The face. Right. No, I, I feel you. I feel you. Um, so before we get on out of here, like what's what's next? What should we be looking out for from you? Um, new uh, more videos uh, from the trilogy, uh, more singles from the trilogy. We're gonna knock right. that off. Um, me and my man, me and my brother got grams. We come together as a group called the Almighty Grams. We might team up with Big Bob this year, and drop something on y'all, or it might even come soon, or you never know. Um, Big got grams, man. He slept on it, man. You know what I'm saying? And and, and so I, I hope you do do that project with him or something because, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, well, whenever I put so here's, a, here's my litmus test, yo. When I like, if I play a nigga, play somebody, play something that some of my people haven't heard, I'm, I'm in the whip or something. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know it's fine. Like I bang, I bang grams all the time. But so if I put it on in the whip, just don't say nothing, and just catch me like, you what what's that, that? Yo, like, yeah. I'm like, yo, that's this nigga guy grams. Yo, what the fuck is you talking? You thought, nigga, like, you know what I'm hey, saying? He dropped, he just dropped a new project. You know what I'm saying? It's called War Metals. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how, how long ago? Uh, I think he just dropped this like a, a few months ago. He just he just came through and, and, and gave me my copy, so I just put it on my, my mantle, you know what I'm saying, with anything else, you know what I mean? Like, got all my albums, everything I'm featured on at my bar, on my mantle in the crib. So, yeah, shout out to Guy Grams. He just dropped War Medals. If y'all never heard it, go check it out. Um, and me and Grams, this will be our second album together. We actually got a, a first album. It's called Almighty Grams. That's what's the title. So yeah, go check. I, I, heard some, I heard some joints off of that. I heard, yo, there's so much music. It's hard to keep up, yo. Like, like you know what I'm saying? It's like, for me, in terms of what I do, it's like, it's a challenge because I can't listen to music like how I used to, to. Like, I listen to it for, like, 
shows and for, for promo and but it's like I want to you know so it's like that's why it was good like I, that I had I didn't really I didn't really do a lot of I mean I was able to sit with a lot of your music you know what I'm saying I heard a lot of shit I ain't go front I don't know I ain't go sit here and say yo I know every album because I, I got you I got like, but I know I know I fuck with you so I was like this was a great opportunity for me to like listen more and and and, and like and, and dig in you know what I'm saying so um. But there's a lot out there, so thank you for you know you know keeping us abreast of that and fucking listen. If you got joints? I tell everybody, email them shit, Joe. If you want, like if new shit comes out. I mean, like whatever. Like Big Bob sends me shit though, so I mean, like he's actually always keeping me in the loop. So when you're doing shit with him, like I always know, like you know what I'm saying. That's that's the plan. That's the plan. Me and Big Bob, we just we just combined our resources and, and combined all our contacts. So if he contacting you, that's just the same way as I'm contacting. You. Yeah. Of course. So, um, oh, but but on some real shit, just just to make sure we before we tie tie this up, um, I definitely want to build on this shit in the summertime, yo. It's an easy thing. Oh no, that's already. I'm, I'm when I get off when I get off of this connect with you, I'm gonna write you on my board. You know what I'm saying? So we got plenty of time to set it up. Um, we can have that's plenty of time for everybody to sh let me yay or nay if they're gonna be there, be able to rip it down, get the venue, and we can make this bigger than you think. Right, yes, yeah, so we can talk about the schedules and stuff. So let's let's build on that. Um, yeah, we're definitely gonna make. Let's just make it happen, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that would be great. You know what I'm saying? So I I would love to like, like I like I fucks with Baltimore. So like, so so for me, like to help like push Baltimore MC oh, fucking thorough. Like, yo, hey bro, hey bro, this the this the thing that I like about it. You said this is the first one. So the first one, and then you got some elite heavyweights on this one. The next one gonna be this, be elite. The third one be elite. The fourth one. So it's, you only good as your first start. You know what I'm saying? You only good as your first shot. And, 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 I, and I'm saying, I'm saying I, I reached out to some thorough niggas, like to say, yo, I want you to be the first one. Like, like let's make it happen. Saying, like, I, let's like, make it happen. Let's make it happen. Like, we're gonna make it happen. So let's make it happen. So everybody joining in. Oh man, peace to everybody that joined this. Shout out to Big Bob, the whole ESI. Shout out to my team. Y'all know who y'all are. Yo, I love y'all. Everybody stay safe. Shout out to the babies. Rest in peace to everybody that we love. Yo, we live, y'all live through us as long as we live. And, and shout out to you, bro, for having me on here, man. I appreciate you for repping real hip hop and moving the culture forward, brother. Without you, you know more of us. My pleasure, man. It's a, it's a relationship, and I always tell artists that and try to people understand that. Like, what I do, I'm a fan first, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I pump shit because I like it, not because of yeah. anything else. I fuck with you because I fuck with your music. You have Thank to be you, a bro. dude, so now we're going to build. But, like... I, uh, hey, look, and, see the, and look what hip-hop do. Look what hip-hop do. Hip-hop bridge the gap. It go from us being fans of each other, right, to being friends of each other, to being business partners, brother. Yeah. Positive <laughs> energy activates constant elevation. elevation. Yo, peace to the peace to the babies, man. Peace yeah. to them, man. Look, so, so, learn, they learn uh, through us. They learn through us. And thank you once again, brother. Yo, shout out to ESI. Shout out to Big Bob. Yo, shout out to all the brothers logging on. Yo, all the people that dropped the comment. I appreciate y'all, yo. Yo, this this was this was powerful, man. We're gonna we're gonna build on this. This is a, a block, you know what I'm saying? So I'll get this up once we get it edited and stuff like that and tag you, you know what I'm saying? We'll do the promo. And so thank you again, Raph. Oh, man, my pleasure. 
started some beginnings, man. So yes, sir. My pleasure, my pleasure, brother. Yo, and I will be here again. Y'all will be seeing us again. Thank y'all. Right. Salute. Good Peace. Good day, baby.